week where it was just JP. We'll try that again. Good morning, church. I have to declare today a glorious day. Would you agree? Skies are blue. The wind is blowing a lot, which uh, we just went ahead and took down the pipe and drape because we decided that we are ready to experience the rush of the wind of the Holy Spirit. Are you ready for that? All right. Well, let's get up and let's worship him together. Let's get moving. that you need to let go. Name it right now. What is it that he's going to free you from right now? Because our sins are heavy and we need rescue. But he is the one that can do it. And he promises that if we call upon his name, that he will do it. So let's let it go today. Let him rescue you.
we praise you for what you've done, for the sacrifices that you made, Lord God. Your gospel, your word is so simple, Lord. We needed rescue and you sent a savior to die for us, Lord. Our gratitude is endless, Lord. We bow before you today in humility for who you are, for what you've done and what you continue to do. We come with expectation, Lord God. We worship you. about the past church but um yesterday i was just thinking about just the way that like 2020 went um i don't know why i was reminded of this i was just making coffee and i just remembered january i'm in sydney and my mom texts me she's like are you all right 
where are you right now? I had no idea what was going on, but um, I pulled out my phone and like there were just alerts everywhere that Sydney was on fire. Um, this was just the start of 2020, right? So in my mind, I'm like, Lord, when I said that I wanted you to start a fire in me, this isn't quite what I meant. Um, but what are you saying? What are you doing in this moment? And you all know how it went. You know, 2020 was just an exhausting year. Um, I don't want to be the person that keeps on rambling about it, you know, saying it was just terrible. But I was just thinking about it, and um, I had a realization that inside myself, I had something died. I forgot how to breathe. 2020 was about breathing, right? George Floyd, I can't breathe. COVID, I can't breathe, right? Now we forget how to breathe now in 20, 2021. Um, so we don't normally do this, but I just want to ask you a question. Do you need a resurrection church? If you need a resurrection, I want to invite you to the front of the front right now. Just in any way. If you need to be revived, if you need to be relit, come on down to the front. We're going to give him praise. And if you're uncomfortable coming to the front, just go ahead and lift your hands. It's time to be relit today.
time, these soldiers, they stood in vain because Jesus didn't need anybody to guard his body. The tomb where soldiers watched in vain was borrowed for three days. His body there could not remain. Our God has robbed the grave. Our God has robbed the grave. Sing your name. Lift it up. Your name. Your name. Fix my eyes on you, Jesus. 
While I was standing right here, all I could think about was marching around those impenetrable walls seven times and lifting up a shout to Jesus. You might think the walls are impenetrable in your life, but your praise sets you free. During this next song, I know, I know Josh invited everybody up here, but I don't know if you experienced this like I did, but I've experienced breakthrough right here, right here, right here at the altar. So I want to invite every single person, if you want to come up here, you come up here and get your breakthrough. You march around your mountain right now. You march around that fear. You march around that doubt. You march around that cynicism, that, that anxiety. You march around it. You might be marching around for somebody else today so that they get their breakthrough. But today, your breakthrough is found right here. And as we watch graves turn into gardens, come on, we're going to see God move like never before in this place. Are you ready? Are you ready? Come on up here.
you've done in your people, Lord. God, we just want to give you praise. We adore you. We love you. We're grateful for you, Father God, and we are here to be changed. Thank you for meeting us here today in your holy and precious name. And all God's people said, amen. That wind is absolutely amazing. Well, good morning, church. We are so excited to have you here. Can I get a woo-woo for being at church on a Sunday morning? Yes, good. Thank you, guys. Um, so I am Sarah. Hi. We're checking if the mute button's on. Can you hear me now? It's like that Sprint commercial, right? Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. You can at least hear me, so... We'll share the microphone. It seems like every time we get up here, that winds up happening. One mic works and one doesn't, but that's okay because we're good at sharing. We learned that in preschool, so we're all good. Okay, um, so I am Sarah. AJ. And we are so excited to have you guys here this morning. Thank you to our online church people. We are so glad to have you joining us online if you can't be here in person. Yeah, you can join us on Interactive Church, uh, Church Center app. That's, matter of fact, you could go ahead and... Uh, stuff. The Holy Spirit got me right now. So uh, one second. The Church Center app, you can join us online. The Church Center app, uh, it's one way to get a hold of us and also do giving, share uh, different things, events going on throughout uh, the church throughout the week. And uh, yeah, awesome way to get connected if you haven't downloaded that app. Um, do we have any VIP guests? I'm looking around and I'm seeing some faces that I haven't seen anymore. So do we have any VIP guests? So first time guests anywhere? Everybody's being shy, sitting on their hands. Okay, well, if you are a first-time guest, 
then we would love to get connected with you. Back at the back, there's a yellow tent, and we would love to have you stop by, fill out a connection card, um, and get connected with us. So the 25th, next Sunday, we're going to have uh, bike day coming up. We're going to have barbecue and baptisms. So if you have a motorcycle, bring your motorcycle along. We're going to have a cookout and baptism. What better way to celebrate uh, next Sunday? So come on, come on and visit us. Yeah, and all of the food's free. We're doing hot dogs and chips and all of that kind of stuff, and it's for everybody. It's not just if you ride a bike, okay? So everybody will be able to get some food, so you don't have to ride a bike for that. Um, baptisms are next weekend, and we have a baptism class after service today. Anne, can you stand up? Oh, I was going to say Anne's wearing the yellow sweater to show how happy Jesus is that people want to get baptized. So there's Anne over there. So if you are interested in getting baptized, please stop by and see her. And um, also, I'm going to kind of skip in our notes and go to child dedications because we also have child dedications coming up on May 16th. And so she is also the person that you want to see if you would like to dedicate your child on May 16th. There is um, a church center app, and it will be coming out in the email, I believe. So you can go on there, and you can fill that out as well. Okay, now we're going to go back to our scheduled plan. We have youth group this Tuesday for middle school and high schoolers. They are learning some awesome life skills. Budgeting. I need help. I need to go to class, so I need to go help budgeting. He does the budgeting, so we're good. Uh, also, there you get it, get involved with the youth group, and also there's a little second payment for a youth camp coming up. So you're less 120. How much is it? 125. So the next payment be today. Okay. Okay. Cool. I gotta get my payment in. I got the email last night, and I was like, oh man, I need to pay so my kid can get there. So awesome. Um, and if you have any questions about that, you can either see Mama Jen or you can see Pastor Abel. I'm sure Pastor Tanya probably has an idea what's going on with that, too. Um, okay, I can't do this one. I'm going to pass it back over to him. Oh, yeah. I'll, sorry, I can't read either, so I'm looking at the, the wrong thing. So Fight Club, who's, who's with me? Oh, 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 There we go. So what's this Thursday? It's this Thursday. So where's that? Where's it going to be at? Yeah, Fight Club. It's going to be at Pastor Abel's house, I think. Yeah, Pastor Abel's house. So come and be a part of the inferno that we have in the backyard. So it's going to be great. And there's no real fighting going on, okay? So if you're scared of, like, fighting. Well, I don't. You're right. I don't know. Maybe there is fighting. They're fighting with the enemy, right? Fighting with the enemy? Sharpening swords? Yeah, yep. Okay, there we go. There is fighting going on. Be there. Get in the fight. And the surf fight. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of fighting going on. Yes. Okay. Um, sorry. Distraction. Okay. Um, we love being connected. Get involved and be a part of a group or a team. Um, actually, last weekend after service, we met with people that were interested to go to TCM. And there were people. Do you feel that Holy Spirit wind? Isn't that amazing? I can, I can only imagine what's about to happen in just a few minutes. But I hope everybody else is ready for it. Um, if you have your application to turn in for TCM, make sure that you turn that in to Pastor Keith or to one of us. Um, and we love being connected. Get involved and be a part of a group or a team. You can find all this and more on your Church Center app. So now we're going to go ahead and we're going to continue our worship after that amazing worshipful moment of having everybody up here, which was amazing, uh, with our tithes and offerings. Um, there's multiple ways that you can give. You can give online um, at Livingstones TV or via the links in today's Bible app or on the Church Center app. So be a part of what God is doing in this church. Okay, we're going to read a verse from Malachi 3.10 from the NLT. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, 
so there will be enough food in the temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. For you, I will pour out blessings so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Um, so that is huge. If you've been around this church for long enough, you have been able to see this church pour out blessing upon blessing. And I'm not giving anything away, Pastor Justin, don't worry. Um, but this church has poured out nothing but blessings onto our community, onto so many different people. Um, and it's just, it's amazing to get to be part of something like this. This is something that we've never gotten the opportunity to experience before. So to just see this is just amazing. Um, and I just wanted to kind of tell a little story. Um, I think it was about a month ago, but I've lost track of time, right? It could have been a month. It could have been a year. I don't know. I think it was about a month ago. But there was a church family that uh, was in need of some money. And we had this gift card for $500 that, that we were blessed with. And it had just been sitting since December. And um, we didn't know, like, what it was for. It was just sitting there. Like, we, we didn't have anything that we were in need of or anything like that. And so um, the second that we heard about this family, we were just like, we need to give this. Like, this is not ours. This was not meant to be ours. Like, we need to give it away. And so we gave it away, and, you know, um, and it's not even about that. But it's about the fact that God redeemed that. Um, has anybody ever heard of the state controller? I had never, like, really heard of that but until I got a letter in the mail from the state controller. And the state controller, about a week later, we got a letter saying, like, hey, this company has money for you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is totally one of those scams. But you know what? I'm going to try it, and I'm going to see what happens, and I'm going to see if I can get some money from this, okay? And so um, I, I call up, and it was legitimate, right? Like, it was from Chase Mortgage, like, and it looked legitimate. And I, like, you know, Googled to make sure that the, you know, the image on there was ac actually the state controller. So don't think that I, you know, click all the email baits. And no, don't, don't worry about me in that. Um, and so I contacted them, and sure enough, they said, we have $500 waiting for you, and it's unclaimed money, and all you have to do is call this phone number, and we will send you a check for it. And we called the number, and literally, like, less than a week later, we had that check. So give. Give. God gives back. He gives back. He blesses you abundantly, and um, you can't outgive him. It's impossible to outgive him. Everything that we have belongs to him. So giving a little bit back to him is not going to hurt us or affect us at the end of the day because what he has is so much greater than what we have. And so um, AJ is going to go ahead and pray over our time together this morning. Yeah, I'm going to pray. Uh, bow your heads and pray with me. Uh, Lord, thank you for this place where we could meet and worship you, Lord. I pray right now over each person that's blessing the church, blessing the community, Lord, that you provide more, abundant more, as we say in the scripture. We say in the scripture to test you. We're going to test you, Lord. We're going to keep on pushing out and giving more because that's what you've asked us to do, Lord. Our time, our money, our finances, our children, Lord. We're going to give them to you because that's what we do, and we're going to bless our household. In your name we pray. In Jesus' name we said, amen. And now let's turn it over to Pastor Justin to bring the fire this morning. Come on, come on. Oh, my goodness. Who's excited this morning? I'm excited this morning. I'll tell you that. I'm excited this morning. You know what happened this morning? Oh, my goodness. We, as a team, we get here. There's people that get here at 630 in the morning to make sure that this stage gets set up, and then people trickle in all the way through, and at 9 a.m., we have, have a little rally moment where we all get, a, get together in a circle, and we were praying for you. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. 
stay hydrated. They got me some sunblock. Praise God for that. So, so good. So we were praying for you, and, and I just, oh, my gosh, my heart was so heavy for you. And, and I'm just so in love. Jesus loves you so much. I, I started praying over every single chair. So if you're sitting in a black chair, you got prayed for this morning. Come on, there's anointing on you this morning. But as soon as I finished praying, the wind started. It was insane. All of a sudden, things are blowing over. The, the TV blew. That's why it's not there anymore. It blew all the way over there. Like the cords started popping out of it. Holy Spirit's moving today. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, my goodness. <sighs> I hope people are commenting online so I can say hi to them. Let's see. We got Sienna McCarthy. So love you, girl. My mother-in-law, Sonny. Love you. My father-in-law, Joe, I know you're watching too. Jen Corvino, love you, Jen. You're awesome. Carrie, Carrie and Alex Bush, Carolyn McKinney, and it says there's a whole bunch of others, but you guys got you guys got a comment so I can see. I, I had it on there, and then it refreshed, and then all of a sudden I lost all the comments, and I couldn't see them anymore, but it's okay. Just comment on there. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you guys later. Are you guys excited for the word this morning? Oh, my goodness. Before I get too far, where are my paper Bible people at? Mm, come on, we got some paper Bibles today. We got some good-looking ones. Who's got the best-looking paper Bible today? I think Lynn's probably winning. Oh, you've got a nice one back there. Come on, that's some good stuff. Where are my electronic Bible people at? Got a whole bunch of you that are on Facebook and seeing if you can get a shout-out and all that stuff. Dante Bryson, I knew it. Come on, somebody. That's so good. But anyway, I'm excited this morning. Go ahead and turn to your Bibles, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and we're going to start in verse 3. And before we get too far... Is anybody wondering how the uh, special offering went last week? A couple of, that's why she said, I won't steal your thunder, Pastor. I won't steal your thunder. Oh, my goodness. Can I just tell you how darn proud I am of this church? Woo. Pastor Keith and I, after, after Sunday morning service, we tore everything down. We just packed the last thing in the, in the, in the, uh, the, the whatever that thing's called, trailer. Packed the last thing in the trailer, and I said, hey, let's, let's look. And there was so much more that happened right before that, which already got us crying. But we looked online to see what kind of church that we are a part of. And I, what, I, what I saw blew my mind. You guys, in, in one service, you gave $13,000. $13,000 in that moment. Throughout the rest of the week, it came up to a total of $15,000. Are you with me? Come on, come on. They asked for eight. They asked for eight, you crazy people. Come on, somebody. And you know what? I couldn't wait. We called them. We called them on video, and we said, oh, my gosh, you, you're not going to believe this. We're crying. Pastor Keith and I are just looking like babies. <laughs> we're talking to these guys. We're like, hey, hey, can we tell you? We, I, we didn't even tell them we were going to do a special offering for them. We didn't tell them that any of that was happening. And so I said, hey, we took a special offering for you this morning. And guess what? The people responded. And they said, oh, really? And I said, yeah, they gave $13,000. And they were like, oh, my gosh. Oh, praise Jesus. They're, get, they're so excited. And they said, can I tell you something? I said, yeah. She said, five minutes ago, we got a call because there's a QRV in Texas. And, and five minutes ago, we knew we didn't have the money. We didn't have the full amount, and we are just like, we're going to believe God for it. And they said, if you put $5,000 down right now, non-refundable deposit, we'll save this QRV for you. And so they did. Five minutes later, we called and said, we got the rest of the money. Come on, somebody. Our God is good. Give God glory today. God, you get the glory. So as a church, 
As a church, we gave them $20,000. Come on, somebody, because that's what it's all about. Your generosity is going to save people literally. Oh, my goodness. They're, there's gonna be, they, ha, they, they, they rescued over 120 people last year. Are you with me? Oh, my goodness. And then we get to be a part of adding that value and watching God move and do his, get his glory. And we're going to see so many people saved, changed, and transformed in the name of Jesus. Amen? Woo! I was so glad to celebrate that with you. Oh, while, uh, while they were doing announcements, I was sitting over there crying. As I was getting ready, I'm just kind of going, all right, Lord, what do you want to do? And I'm holding, holding my dad's Bible. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, my dad passed away a few weeks ago. I'm sitting there holding his Bible, and while they're talking, and I just I could hear my dad's voice as he said, I'm proud of you. I think somebody needed to hear that today. That your dad's proud of you. Your dad's proud of you and he loves you. Father God, we just give you this service this morning. Holy Spirit, move and do it the way you want to do it. And God, light this place up today. We just give you the glory in Jesus' mighty name. All God's people said, amen, amen. All right, who's, who's in 2 Corinthians chapter 10? Give me a shout. Oh, my goodness. If you missed church last week, you need to go online and see what God did. It was some craziness last week, and, and uh, that was the first part of our series called Prison Break. Is anybody excited about this series? Uh, the title of today's message, get ready, you're going to tell your neighbor, just in case they don't hear. The title of today's message is Layer of Lies. Layer of Lies. Layer of Lies. Oh, if you want to, you can follow, us, follow along in the YouVersion Bible app. Um, go on there, click the More button. This is going to be fun today. I can feel it. If my notes go flying, you guys will pick it up for me, right? Okay, because it's probably going to happen. <sighs> Layer of lies. Follow along in the Bible app. You can go on there, go into the, the, the more section, um, click on events, and look up Living Stones Church. Tina Wright, I'm so glad you're watching this morning. Love you, girl. Man, let's see. People are shy today. You've got to comment some more. I gotta, I can't, I'm, not, I'm not seeing you. I'm not seeing you. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3. Here we go. We are human. Say to your neighbor, you're human. Say to your neighbor, I'm human. We are human, but we do not wage war as humans do. Come on, somebody. Verse 4. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. Verse 5, we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Come on, somebody. Oh, come on, somebody. Woo. Do you love this nation we live in? I get to preach in the open air. I don't have to worry about somebody shooting me or doing anything. Come on, somebody. And, and it's founded by some great people. One of, one of the, the great presidents of our time, well, not our time, of, of all time, Abraham Lincoln, he said, you can fool some of the people all the time, and all the people some of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Because you know what? The enemy, the enemy's real. The enemy's real, and he will lie to you. Are you with me? He will lie to you. 
Oh, my goodness. As I was writing this message this week, I was praying and asking God to show me more. And you know what? He's been lying to me the whole time, that enemy. He's been lying to me the whole time about, about my purpose. He's been lying to me the whole time about, about my value. Come on. Is anybody with me? Is that, is that, has that darn devil been lying to you too? Oh, while I'm sitting here writing this message, you know, I, I was hanging out with some friends yesterday and, and just had a great time down in San Diego. And, and, uh, and we were talking, we were chatting, and he said, you know, I, I, I hate people who can't do what they preach. Can I tell you something? And I'll tell, tell you the same thing I told him. I preach a whole lot of things I can't do. Oh, did you hear me? Because this book, this, this is the whole truth. And there's only one human being who's ever lived this whole truth. Are you with me? So automatically, I'm going to fall short of preaching this word. If I only preached what I was good at, oh, I wouldn't preach. Are you with me? Are you with me? Because his word is too good. It's too powerful to be contained in just this one person. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm getting excited this morning. We've got to be careful. We've got to be careful. You know, this might feel like the current climate that we live in. You know, a lot of us feel like we're, we have to live in this, in this world where we're lied to all the time. Do you feel that? Come on. Did you, are you feeling that in the politics? Nobody? Oh, he's talking about politics and religion all in one moment, huh? Come on. Oh, goodness. That's like all, all the things that are off, off-putting. You know, I, I don't get all up in the politics. You vote for who you vote for. But you know what? I, I just serve the, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I'm all about. Come on. Are you lied to in your family life? Come on. Oh, some spouses. Don't look at your spouse right now. Don't do it. Just look at the floor. Just look at the floor. Just be like, mm-hmm. Yep, I lied to them before. Yep, I got caught lying to them before. Yep, yep. I mean, Chelsea didn't even come to church because I lied to her so much. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She, she's potty training Judah. He's, he's, he's going to be turning three, and, uh, and he's doing so good. Come on, lift up a clap for Judah. That dude is, he is peeing like a beast. Just awesome. It's awesome. Maybe some of those lies are coming through your self-talk. Come on, I'm not pretty enough. Come on. Matt, I know I heard you say you're not pretty enough, bro. It's okay. Where did Matt go? There he is. I love you, man. Come on. Maybe you're saying I'm not smart enough. Oh, I failed at that business. Why would I start another one? I knew I shouldn't have gotten married. I'm not good enough. Come on. That person broke up with me because I'm not good enough. Come on, somebody. That's that self-talk. It's a bunch of lies that the enemy's feeding you. Come on, somebody. One of the most exhausting situations, and maybe you experience this too, is trying to find the truth in a bunch of lies. Are you with me? Are you with me? You're trying to figure out what way is up. Where's the truth? Where is it at? We're looking all over the place, and it seems like there's just lies everywhere that we look. Are you with me? Living in that layer of lies. John 8, 44. For you are the children of the father, of your father, the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. And when he lies, it is consistent with his character. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Come on, somebody. You know why the wind is blowing like crazy? You know why things are going wrong all around you? It seems like the closer you get to God, the worse things get. Are you with me? It's because the father of lies is trying to tell you who you are. 
He's trying to keep you from what God has called you to do and what he's called you to be. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. Oh, every criticism I get, because I get them. Every criticism I get, listen, listen, I'm I'm not the most astute preacher you've ever met in your life. Are you with me? Come on, come on. I'm not a Bible scholar. I didn't go over to Jerusalem. I didn't sit there and read the scrolls myself. Are you with me? But for whatever reason, God uses this donkey to speak. Are you with me? And if he gives you authority to speak, you speak. Are you with me? Come on. Come on. No man gave me the authority to stand up here today, but my God in heaven, he says something different about me. Oh, he says something different about me. I can sit in a whole room full of pastors, and they'll all have their different expressions of who they think I should be. Come on, you, you, can't, you can't have a beard and be a pastor. What? Come on. You can't wear a hat and be a pastor. What? Come on, somebody. You can't talk about your son peeing on Sunday morning. Come on, somebody. Oh, I never, I never claim to be the best at what I do. I'm just grateful to be his. Are you with me? And if God keeps giving me a message, I'll keep preaching it. Are you with me? Come on, because he can use you. Oh, all those that are unqualified. You know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a hockey fan. Anyone, do I have any hockey fans here? I'm a hockey fan. And is anybody, anybody like the Mighty Ducks? That's what I'm talking about. No cheers for the Mighty Ducks. Amen. This is my church. Come on, somebody. No, I, I meant the Mighty Ducks of the ni- 1992, 93, watching the movies, Mighty Ducks. The, anybody like Mighty There's some cheers for Gordon Bombay, right, Charlie Conway, the real Mighty Ducks. I'm sorry, Ryan Getzloff, if you're watching, but I'm just kidding. I, I, I've enjoyed the new show on, on, uh, on Disney Plus with my boys, watching the, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, right? And then they, they created this whole team called the Don't Bothers. Oh, you know what I see around us? is a bunch of people that the devil said, don't bother. Don't bother. You praying for people? Don't bother. You're a sinner. You can't be praying for people. What kind of power do you carry? Oh, has anybody been hearing those same lies? Come on, come on. I'll bet my worship leaders would agree with me. Does, does, does that, 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 that father of lies ever tell you you shouldn't be on this platform? Where are my wor- worship leaders at? Yeah? You feel that? Come on, come on. Where are my pastors at? Does, does, the, does, the, does the, the enemy regularly, weekly tell you that you're not qualified to pastor people? Come on, somebody, because I know I hear it every time I open my mouth, every time I open my mind, I hear those little tongues. Those lies from the enemy. It says, don't bother. Don't bother. No one's going to come. No one's going to listen. It's not going to work. Don't bother. Oh, he can fight. But every time he gets a little bit more fight in him, I get a little bit more fight in me. Are you with me? Oh, every time that he gets, he gets, he thinks he's got a hold of me, I just get a little bit more excited. Are you with me? Oh, he thought he had it in the bag when Jesus came off of that cross and died. But what he didn't know is that he lost for all eternity in that moment. One moment. Are you with me? Come on. Those lies that he's telling you, there's a reason he's telling you. Because there's power. There's power in you. Because God put that power in you. Is anybody with me? Oh, there's my notes. I was like, are they gone already? Oh, come on. Here's the first point this morning. Yep, it's going to take about three hours to get through this. Are you ready? I heard somebody thinking, like, well, he's only at the first point. Oh, dear Jesus. 
First point this morning, we fight a spiritual war. Come on, say, let's say that together. Are you ready? We fight a spiritual war. Oh, our war is spiritual. Our war is spiritual. We're, we're, we're forced to fight in this spiritual battle. Do you know that? You can't avoid it. It's happening whether you want to participate or not. That's what's crazy. We can deny it. We can pretend like it's not there. But that in itself was an attack from the enemy to get you not to believe. Are you with me? Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to share your book with everybody. I know I can't say anything right now. I signed an affidavit, all these different things. You know, like my, I have to give you like my firstborn child. And I kind of like him, so I can't get it. But, but somebody wrote a book in our church, and I can't wait to share it with you when it gets published. Ooh. Come on. She's showing me like, hey, if I can write a book, you can write a book. Come on. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. But it's a spiritual battle we're in. And can I tell you what the enemy's favorite weapon to use is? I'll bet you can guess it. Lies. 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 Scared out of my mind. Now spiritual trickle. It's not real. Don't worry about it. But in the middle of it, in the middle of your fear, because you know what? God knew that all these people here, and even more hundreds watching through that little tiny thing right there. He knew that they would need to hear the word of God. The enemy knew. And so you know what he whispered to me? You're too shy. No one's going to want to hear what you have to say. You can't even put a sentence together without mumbling. And he'd whisper those things in there. Because he knew that if I got to this place, oh, and if we even got to the next place, what God would do, oh, it would be insane. Are you with me? Do you hear me? Because... I believe that the anointing that God has given me is going to give you. I believe that you're going to lead hundreds of people to know him. Hundreds of people. Oh, you'll, you'll think that I'm, I'm not qualified. I'm not good enough to do that. Everybody's, you're going to hear it from other people too. Guess what? I get it all the time. You're not qualified. You're not smart enough to do that. Our own denomination, I have a meeting with them and they say, oh, we don't understand what to do with you. We don't know why your church is growing. You didn't go to school. Why is your church growing? I don't understand. You haven't even filled out your pastoral paperwork yet. How are you? You're not even a real pastor. That was last year. We're good now. We're good now. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I know. But God's going God's gonna to do crazy stuff through you because, because you're you. And he wants to use you. He wants to use you for your generation. Your generation needs to hear your voice. Oh, you're a lioness, girl. Come on. Come on. When you roar... <laughs> People are going to take notice. They're going to, oh, they're going to take notice. Oh, so something is speaking. Something is happening right now. When she speaks, something happens. Are you with me and I? Come on, girl. Put love on your family. Love you, girl. Oh, man, we got, we got 16 minutes of craziness coming. Are you ready? Woo. Oh, God's word is real. God's word is good. Oh. 2 Corinthians 10.4, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down strongholds and human reasoning, to destroy false arguments. Our perception is our reality. Did you hear me? Our perception is our reality. What you think is true. You don't believe me? All right, fine. The enemy knows this even when we deny it. Proverbs 23, 7, in the New King James Version, says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Our enemy knows our operating system. 
He knows that if you knew who you are in him, if you knew the power that you carried from him, listen, I don't do anything on my own. When people get healed, it's because God heals them. Are you with me? But if we don't say it, it doesn't happen. Are you with me? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a woman thinketh in her heart, so is she. Oh, face it. No, I've got it right. Thank you. Wow. Bing. Not qualified. Boom. I've already been divorced. Boom. Come on. Shut that devil up right now. Oh, my goodness. Because if, oh, the reason that he taunts you is because he knows how powerful you are. The reason the jailer played a trick on the trickster because he knew that he could unlock it. So the enemy knows that you're already free. He knows it. He knows that you're already free. He knows that you're powerful. God created us in his image. When God spoke, the world came into existence. Guess what happens when you speak? You're created in his image. I'm, never, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not as good a man as my dad was, so I'll never, have, I'll never be a good dad. Don't say those things. Don't say those things. That's not what God said about you. That's not what God said about you. He said you're more than a conqueror. He said you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. Are you with me? This is what God said about you. If you know what God says, you know how you know what God said about you? It's right here. It's right here. Oh, my goodness. You know that this, this book has created more death in this world than we can imagine? You know why? Because there's life in this book. There's life in the Word of God. And if you read it for yourself, He'll speak to you. Oh, you think that, oh, my goodness, I wish, oh, you're so anointed, Pastor. You're so anointed. Oh, it's so amazing. I love hearing how God speaks through you. Can I tell you something? If you read that thing for yourself, you'll start, you'll start to go, he's not that cool. I prayed for that person that got healed, too. You're not that cool. Come on, somebody. I want to show the enemy how small he is. I want to. I mean, it's fun when they got the colors and stuff. It was like the worst thing to drive cross-country in our car. Trying to wash that thing when we got back. Come on. But this is how the enemy plays games in your life. You know, you should be able to make some sort of painting out of all the... <laughs> that the enemy tries to play in your life. Are you with me? Oh, the more he tries to mess with you, the more beautiful the painting gets. Come on, somebody. Oh, when he, when he starts to point out a flaw, you're like, oh, you're right. God's going to overcome that one too. You're right, enemy. Thanks for pointing that out. You know what? God's going to use that to impact people now too. Oh, uh, you, do you want to mess with me anymore, enemy? Do you want to screw with some more things? Uh, go ahead. Oh, more things are just going to come and give God glory. Are you ready? Are you ready, church? I'm setting you free this morning from all the garbage that you've been believing for years in your life. You are not that person. Are you with me? Oh, I'm so angry at the devil. He tries to mess with you, and he's just this little. That's all he is. Those words, what that pastor said to you. Oh, man, what your spouse says to you sometimes. What your parents said about you. 
Sorry for looking at you, Josh. I know your parents are right behind you. That's not what I meant. Had nothing to do with you. I just it's probably, it's, it, you know, it's maybe it's Wendy. I don't know. Who knows? Whoever said whatever about you doesn't matter. What does he say about you? What does he say about you? Because when, when, he, was, when he put himself on that cross, because you better believe he put himself on that cross. Oh, this, the, same, the same Jesus that could speak to a fig tree and watch it die in front of him? Are you with me? Could, he could have gotten off that cross. like That's why the enemy taunted him with it. But he knew. Oh, he knew that if I stay, I pay. If I stay on the cross, I pay for their sin. If I stay, then I, I not only, I could set myself free, but I'd rather set all of them free. Are you with me? Are you with me? That's our God. That's our Jesus. Come on. He, he came so that you can have life and life more abundantly. Oh, does that mean riches and, you know, no, it doesn't. That's not what it means. He, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. We just gave. We, we're not even we're not even two years old yet. This church turns two. Not not twenty. Two. We turn two. We turn two. We turn two in September. And we just gave twenty grand. Twenty grand. There are churches that are ten times our size. They can't do that. Are you hearing me? 20 grand. Last year we gave 5,500 and I almost like passed out. I couldn't believe it. Gave 5,500 so we can get an oven for those kids in Mexico. And now, now look what he's done. It's, it hasn't even been, it has been like four months, you guys, since then. Four months. We went, I'm, I'm telling, I was telling my friends yesterday, God is crazy. We started, we started with, with getting just a few little things. God starts with the seed. If, if, he can, if he can get an electric wheelchair one day, if he can get a, a, a washer and dryer and a, and a home for somebody another day, if he can take care of somebody's groceries another day, and then all of a sudden he's, he's getting a, a, an oven for, 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 these, for these kids down in Mexico, and now now we've, we, we've helped buy this, this $100,000 thing, and we gave one-fifth to make that happen. Come on, somebody. This tiny little church that ain't tiny no more. Are you with me? Oh, we're going to be two. So cute. We're going to be two. My, my little guy is two, and he's the cutest thing in the world. I mean, even when he throws a tantrum, he's, he's still cute. Are you with me? It's not until they get to about three, then it's not cute anymore. Are you with me? Because they start throwing things and stuff like that. You know what? The enemy wants to tell us we're cute. You're small. You're cute. You don't got much. And then we say, I believe God at his word. For God so loved the world that he gave his very best, his only son, so that all, none should perish and that all would have everlasting life. God so, I pray that we can reflect his love as we become that type of a church that's so generous to say, no, we bring our best to see God move. And if you think I'm talking about tithing and you think I'm talking about you giving money to the church, you are so wrong. You're missing the whole thing. You think I'm gloating? Oh, get out of here. You have no clue. You're missing it. Probably because you haven't engaged yet. Come on, somebody. Because when you engage and you start to see God move through that little tiny seed that you helped plant, oh, you give him glory like nobody's business. Because when I look at, when I look at the seed that was planted in my backyard that, that one day becomes a lemon tree, I look at that little thing. It's cute. The enemy ain't cute. 
a little seed. And then all of a sudden I'm pulling fruit off of that tree that's full of seeds. Are you with me? Are you with me? That little thing that's in your life when, when the enemy goes, it's a little thing. Put that away. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, my gosh. How embarrassing. You really, you're going you're gonna to get excited about a seed? You're sitting there going, ah, oh, you know, all I, all I have, I mean, I only make $2,000 a month. If I give a tithe, that's $200 a month, and I don't know if we can afford that. Oh, it's ridiculous. Listen, that was almost an exact reenaction of my own words 10 years ago. Going, I only make $2,000 a month. $200 a month is a lot when you only make $2,000 a month. Are you with me? Oh, you can make $10,000 a month, and you're like, give 1000 out of 10000 Oh, it's not so bad because I got 9000 But can I tell you something? It's when it's little, when it's small, when it's insignificant, when it seems like, you know, my $200 wouldn't matter. Can I tell you something? It doesn't matter. You're right. The church doesn't need your money. Did you hear me? Oh, everybody's set free. The church doesn't need your money. That's not why we take an offering. You know why we take an offering? So you can be set free from your money. Oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't understand it, did it? It doesn't make sense. You know what? If you read that same Bible, you probably go, this doesn't make any sense. I read all these things, and none of it makes sense. You ever have that? Anybody? Oh, I know. I When I first read the Bible, I'm like, what is it talking about? You know, like the, the person who gives their life, you know, uh, that tries to keep their life will lose it, and the person who, who gives their life will gain it. I'm like, God, you don't understand math. If I give it, I don't have it anymore. Like, that's stupid. That doesn't make any sense. But for those of you that have exercised that faith so far, just like, just like the twists we're sharing up here, they gave it, and then all of a sudden it came back, and they're like, what in the world? Like, I was just trying to give this away. Why is this happening? Are you with me? Come on. Can anybody give me an amen this morning? All right, just making sure. My online people, are they back yet? I don't know. I got pictures of bug guts on my phone. Come on, somebody. Video has ended. It's back. Maybe somebody can, there we go, refreshing. It's asking me if I want to go live. Oh, there we go. Man, the pastor's just sitting still. That's so weird. Why isn't he doing anything? Oh, there we go. Wow, that guy needs to lose some weight. Dang. It's a good thing he's not addicted to anything. Doesn't have an addictive nature. That's a good thing. Whew. Julie Padilla, thanks for giving me an amen, girl. Dorothy Faraganin, love you. The enemy knows that if our perception is replaced by his deception, the result will be corruption. I know, that was too much for, we'll read it again. Are you ready? The enemy knows that if our perception is replaced by his deception, the result will be corruption. He knows how powerful you are. Oh, thank you, water. He knows how powerful you are. So if he can replace the definition that God gave you with his deception, the result will be corruption. You'll be messed up. You spend your whole life. You know, all he has to do at that point, he just has to remind you of how, how terrible you are, how, how you're not worthy, how you're not good enough. And then you'll just kind of sit back down and go, you know what, you're right, you're right. When you think of a powerful animal, what do you think of? A lion. That's the first thing I thought people would say. Thank you for doing that. I'm glad. I'll, I'll give you your tip later. Thank you. A lion. You know how, how they used to tame lions in the circus? 
they'd hold up a hold up a chair with four legs. Because if they moved it around, the lion would, couldn't focus on one of the legs. If they had just done it with a stick, they'd have swiped that thing away and ate the guy. But when they had too many things to focus on, too many things to get confused about, that, that lion just sat down. Can I tell you something? You're a lion. You're a lion. And the things that the enemy is putting in front of you, COVID-19, come on. He, he's putting all these things in front of you, your, your broken relationships, your finances, your job, all these things that are scarce and things that are scary. He, he's just going like this. He's like, man, if I can just get that lion to sit down, he won't, it won't eat me. You hear that? You're a lion. Get up. Swipe that garbage out of the way. Remind, remi remind that enemy who you are. A daughter, a son of the one true king. Oh, who, who are you? I, I'm, I'm a true son of the father. Come on. Jesus paid the price so that I can be with him in eternity. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. Do you hear me? You guys want me to preach all day, don't you? That's right. Come on. Point number three is found in 2 Corinthians 10.5. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Point number three, I will capture every rebellious thought. Can we say that together? I will capture every rebellious thought. Our enemy has been feeding us lies since we were children. If we get used to eating these lies, we'll reject the truth. Do you hear me? If you get so used to it, you'll reject the truth. I remember in high school there was this girl. She was a, a track athlete. But she grew up eating chicken nuggets and ketchup. And that's all she could eat. The coach said, hey, let me get you something better. Let me get you something that's going to give you some more energy, right? And so he gave him all the good stuff. Got, got her all, all riled up. And you know what happened? The next day she was sick, couldn't run, because her body had gotten so used to eating the garbage, and it only could run on the garbage. Listen, for a lot of us, we've been eating the garbage that the enemy has been feeding us. And you know what? We reject the truth. When somebody says, you're beautiful, we look down and we look away because we don't believe it. Come on. When somebody says, you're a champion, and you're sitting there going, well, no one else thinks I am, and I don't know if I could ever, you know, and you just sit there in shame. Because now you're thinking of all the ways that you're not a champion. Can I tell you something? That's why Jesus paid the price. I want to set you free. First of all, you're not good enough. Neither am I. Can we say that together? I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. You can't do this on your own. You weren't built to do this. On, if you could do it on your own, we wouldn't need Jesus. Do you hear me? You can't do it on your own. <gasps> Doesn't that feel good? <gasps> t t tell your wife right now, I can't do this on my own. Tell your husband, I can't do this on my own. Are you with me? Come on. The weight has come off. I can't do this on my own. But then there's the next part, to acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me so that I could be set free. 
to know that I don't have to do this on my own. But with, through your power, somebody say, through your power, through his power, we will change this entire region through his power. Are you with me? The bunch of the don't bothers. Oh, people are going to come out of this church that are preaching the word, and they're going to go, how? Where did you get the anointing? God gave it to me. Not, not, not Bethel. Come on. It wasn't, it wasn't from, 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 from a Baptist. No, 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 it wasn't Cal Baptist, you know. It wasn't Hillsong that gave me the anointing. It was none of those places. You know who gave me the anointing? Me, sitting here with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit going, I can use you. I can use you. Oh, the world told you don't bother? Mm. You know what? They said the same thing to my son when he was, when, when they were looking for somewhere, somewhere to, to have this baby. Come on. As they're walking and going, did you have room for me? Nobody had room for Jesus. Come on. So they had to have him in a stable. They had to have him in a little, little trough. Come on. Did you come from the wrong side of town? Did you come from the right side of town? And yet still think lowly of yourself. Because you're just not as good as those other people. God will use you right where you're at. world says don't bother. He says, watch this. Watch this. Oh, I love what God does in people's lives. Watch this. Watch how I use this one. This one will give me all the glory. He's, he or she is not going to give the glory to all these other things. And somebody asked, hey, where would you get that great message from? Straight from the Holy Spirit. Come on. Straight from the Holy Spirit. It wasn't from something you learned from some other thing. It wasn't from some download or some other thing that you got. You just go, Lord, what do you want to say? What do you want to do? You just get excited about him. You get excited about spending time with him. You get excited about, then you start, start when the lies come up, you're like, no, that doesn't sound like God. That doesn't, I know God. I spend time with him. Well, that, that, that's a lie. You know, get out of here. You know, what do you mean my, my kid's going to be in, in, in jail? No way. I, that's not what God said. Get out of here. That's not who my, my son is. That's not who my daughter is. Get out of here. Right? Come on. And you start flicking those little bugs all over the place. Show the enemy who he is by showing God who you are in him. God, I believe you at your word. I believe your word, so I'm going to read it for myself. I'm not going to wait for a spoon-fed thing from my pastor. I'm going to go get the word myself. You know why the early church failed so badly? If you look back in history, and, and the early church failed so badly because they stopped letting people read God's word. It was only the priests that could read God's word. And they said, you can't, you can't understand this. You'll never get it. Well, that's not what Jesus said. When, 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 he, when he was up on that cross, he said, it is finished. And the veil was torn. Why was the veil torn? Because it take, took away the separation between us and God. Come on. Any person in here can preach the word of God. doesn't matter if you've been saved for five seconds. Go tell people what God did to you in the last five seconds. And it will save people. Are you with me? Oh. Chelsea, Noah, Judah, I know you're watching. I love you. Good job, Judah, for peeing today. Good job, buddy. So proud of you. So proud of you. John 8, 31. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. And you will know the truth. Somebody say the truth. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Come on. Come on. 
We are free in this place right now. You are free right there on your couch. You are free. You are set free. If you are his disciples, if you, are his, if you start following his word, if you start to listen, listen to his voice and stop listening to all these other things, all these things that just need to be taken care of, we don't need that anymore. Jesus, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? I don't care what the church next door says that I am. I don't care what the denomination says that I am. I don't care what the people say that I am. Who do you say that I am? Father, change the world through a bunch of crazy people who just believe you at your word. Verse 37. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loves us. No, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. Saying we're about to end this service, you're going to get to go to lunch. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Verse 38, and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Nothing. It's all just that. This is his house. And he has full permission to do whatever he wants to do. Take what the enemy meant for evil. And return it for good. Return it for good. Sam Huff. You are called by God, brother. You are a powerful man of God. You understand that? Oh, the enemy is so scared of you, dude. He's so stinking scared of you. He's constantly taunting you because he knows how powerful you are. Where's Phil at? Where's Phil? There he is. What's up, Phil? I love you, dude. Can I share what we talked about this morning? Is that all right? Phil told me this morning, this guy is so faithful. He's in, he's in his wheelchair. He's in his electric wheelchair. He's so faithful. And after, after our huddle this morning as we gave God glory, gave God praise for what was about to happen, he came up and he told me, you know, I've been feeling depressed. And I said, you know what's crazy about that? I shared your story with people yesterday, and they, they were blown away. You touched those people's lives yesterday. And I told him how... How, how inspirational he is to 
because this man, even in his wheelchair, will, will go and do all the work of pulling these things around. Isn't it awesome to watch him? Like, it inspires me every time to watch him just go like, hey, I can help. And, and he, he used to be a truck driver, and here he is driving, driving his scooter, pulling these big old heavy things and putting stuff away and working for Jesus. See, what the enemy wanted to tell him is that you're worthless. Look, at you're in a wheelchair. What can you do? What difference can you make? I'm sitting here sharing with these two couples yesterday about this man who just pours himself out and watch God move through it. And they're, going, they're sitting there in tears going, if he can do it, I can do it. Come on. And somebody's waiting for you to overcome so that when they see you overcome, they go, if she can overcome, I can overcome. If she can get past her fears, I can get past my fears. If he can if he can stop being arrogant and being a jerk, I can stop being arrogant and being a jerk. Come on, somebody. I don't wonder why all the wives clapped at that one. That was weird. Awkward. Nothing can keep you from God's love. It's up to us. The way to break out of the prison of our minds is to listen to what Jesus said to remain faithful to his teachings. Because if we keep telling ourselves, we remind ourselves what Jesus said, nothing can separate you from my love. You don't have to be good enough. No one asks you to be good enough. That's why he paid the full price, not just part of it. But if you can give your whole self to him and watch what he can do through you, you'll be less critical of the people around you because you'll realize just how how messed up you are without him. I, I have no room to criticize somebody else because they're on their journey with Jesus just the same. And so my, my critic, I, I, my, my, for me, instead of criticizing somebody, my, my time I spend is to say, hey, get closer to Jesus. Oh, they might be doing it all wrong. But it's not, I don't need to tell them they're doing it wrong. I need to send them to who helps them to do it right. Are you with me? Right? The, the, somebody comes into this church saying a whole bunch of four-letter words. I don't want you to correct them. Do you understand? I don't want you to correct them. I want you to love them. Did you hear me? Like, like, I don't want you to go, hey, you can't talk like that in our church. If somebody gets up and gets excited and says, F yeah to church, like, I'm fired up about that. I'm okay with that. Are you with me? Because what I care about is what's happening right here in their heart. Not what, well, that will change what's coming out of their mouth. Not you, not me. We're not going to change that, but the Holy Spirit will. Oh, get that stuff out so God can move. Are you with me? Oh. By your spirit I will rise from the ashes of defeat. The resurrected king is resurrecting me. <laughs> oh, he's bringing you alive. Stand to your feet for a moment. Let's praise together. Nobody head to their cars yet. Don't do it. Ushers, get them if they try to head to their car. It's not time. It's not time. Oh, my gosh, I've gone so late. <laughs> Father God, I pray over every person in this place, Father, that you set us free from the junk that's been plaguing our minds, plaguing our hearts, plaguing our lives. If you're here this morning and you haven't yet given your life to Jesus, this is your moment. It's not time to wait till next week. Today's the day of salvation. Today's your day. If that's you this morning, just lift up your hand and wave it for me. Say, hey, that's me. I'm ready. I'm ready. Come on, that's what I'm talking about. I'm ready. 
Father God, let it be here. Let it be now. Let it be this time. Come on, we're not waiting for what's next. Jesus, break that junk up out of me. I want to be what you called me to be. All right here. Jesus, we pray over every person that's given their life online, that's given their life here in person. Father, I pray, Lord, that they accept you. Oh, Jesus, we accept you as our Lord and Savior. You are worthy of our praise. Father, thank you for dying for me, for putting me, putting yourself on the cross so that I could be set free. Father, I give you my life today, all my junk, all my garbage, and I know, Lord, that you can use it for your good and for your glory. So I give my life to you today. In Jesus' mighty name, all God's people said, amen, amen, amen. wake up and say glory glory hallelujah come on let's do it again right here glory glory hallelujah come on you might have started on your face you remember last week glory glory hallelujah. here we go come on walls are breaking down
breakthroughs just happening more and more every week. The prison walls are breaking down and the prisons are being set free. Don't let that enemy play with you this week. Don't let him play with you. As soon as he comes, just get him. Just get him, Gabe. Get him. Get him. Get him. Right, Dante? Just get him. It's just a bug. Thing looks right at you. Come on. Spider looks at my wife in the face. She runs like crazy. Anybody? You're like, yeah, for sure, right? Then hubby comes over, right? She's like, why'd you squish it with your finger? That's disgusting. Who told you you weren't powerful? Who told you you were addicted? Who told you that you were depressed? Come on. When God saw Adam and Eve, they said, don't look at us, we're naked. Who told you you're naked? Who convinced you of a lie? I didn't create you with that. However you were convinced of that lie, you and your husband will serve the Lord together. I'm damaged goods. No one will remarry me. Oh, you ain't damaged goods. Oh, you were just finally set free from the garbage that you used to be a part of. Father, God is going to bring you into a new place and a new glory and a new... His word is glory to glory. Oh, you might have you might have thought things were good in the past, but if you think those things were good, get ready for glory again. Come on, somebody. From glory to glory. Glory, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our praise. As soon as that junk just puts its head up there again. It's when you get stuck in that layer of lies again. Stuck in that prison cell with those lies just encompassing around you. And you realize that it might look like bars. It might look like it might look like bricks and bars, but you know what it is? It's all a lie. Go and flick that wall and you find out it's made of paper. They just put, they just put a facade up there to think that you were stuck in there. Oh, you can't get my praise. Get out of here. Somebody told me I can't sing. Are you wrong? Are you serious? God just requires a joyful noise out of me. That's all he requires. So I got that. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Glory, glory, hallelujah. somebody's got some uh, I don't even know how to explain this um, but some gut issues I wish I knew knew more about the, those kind of things so I could try to explain what I'm feeling or experiencing right now but I just feel like there's something wrong with your guts maybe maybe it's a, a hormonal thing or or something's just not functioning the way it's supposed to you're trying to take medication for that to, to be fixed and, and changed and I just want to pray over your gut right now. Father God, and if this is you, just receive it. Just receive it like this. Father God, I just pray for this person's guts right now. Lord, I pray for that gut health to be in a whole new place. Father God, that that digestion can happen the way it's supposed to happen. 
Lord, that, that there be just a fullness, that there be a flow, open the flow, <laughs> God, in these, this person's guts right now. That might sound funny, but to that person, it's not funny. To that person, it hurts. To that person, it's painful. To that person, they're thinking every day, why do I have to feel like this? Why does it have to be like this? And so, God, I just pray over those guts right now, Lord, that you put everything back into alignment, into alignment with your word. And we believe you at your word. And your word says that by your stripes, we are healed. So, God, I pray over that gut right now. Let it be healed in the name of Jesus. Let your healing touch be on them. Let it be something they can laugh about. I hope the only time their gut ever hurts again is because they've laughed so much that it hurts. Oh, restore joy. That pain has taken your joy, but that pain is no more. Jesus is restoring your joy right now. He's restoring that joyful attitude, that joyful heart. Oh, come on. Oh, you'll be sitting there. Glory, glory, hallelujah. You're so good. You're so good, God. You're so good. You're so good. Man, I know we're going so late today. I feel so terrible. Um, you guys got to give extra love to our kids workers today because uh, I'm sure they're doing great and I'm sure they're having fun, but um, at the same time, I know I'm going pretty long. Where's my, where's my prayer team at? We, we, got, uh, we got them back there. Got a few prayer people here today. Um, if any of our other leaders, if you need prayer for anything today, today is your day of healing. Go back there to that prayer tent and go see those guys and just say, hey, can you pray for me for this? Can you pray for me for that? And believe God at his word that he's going to heal you. He's going to touch you. He's going to touch your finances. He's going to touch your life. He's going to touch every area. He's going to take away that, that depression. He's going to take away those pain, that pain. He's going to take away that self-doubt. I know that there's a, a lady in here right now that's doubting why she can't be a mother. Why can't I get pregnant? Why is everyone else getting pregnant? Here's, here's your answer. You, you just give it to him. Give it all to him. Stop worrying about it. Stop planning to have kids and just give your glory to God and watch him bless your womb in the name of Jesus. Receive that for you today. We thank you, God. We give you the glory. If you are getting baptized next week, if you're ready to make that plunge and get baptized next week, it's going to be a fun week to do it. we got motorcycles and barbecue. It's going to be fun. But if you're going to get baptized next week, come right over here and see the McNeeses, see Ann, and she'll, she'll, she wants to talk with you for a minute, get your shirt size and all that fun stuff, and, uh, and then we'll get you hooked up for baptisms next week. We love you. Have a great week. Bring somebody to church and watch their life get changed and transformed. We love you.